I'm Kerry Fink. Welcome to today's edition of Kingdom Living Podcast with Glenn Reppel. Glenn, I am so excited about uh, not only where we've been, but I'm really excited about where we're going today. This is going to be so good. Well, Kerry, it is. I, I'm just overwhelmed and just so thankful to the Lord, to God be the glory. Uh, you're giving the statistics on the number of people that have been following and listening and sharing uh, these these podcasts. It just um, it is amazing, impacting people all over uh, the earth, and just praise be to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Lord. Yeah, I, I mean, we we uh, to God be the glory. I know it's one man uh, plants, another man waters, and you know it's all for God's glory. But it's really fascinating and and encouraging to see uh, that over the past, uh, I think it was ninety days, we we're looking at a statistic that was showing that. We're reaching uh, more than 3.6 million people around the globe, and we're getting a chance to look at the countries. We want to welcome you if you're tuning into this, especially if you're new to this. We want to welcome you into the Kingdom Living family. Uh, Glenn, uh, as we've talked about before, you're a business person. I mean, you know, uh, you run a, a big uh, company called GA Repl and Company, and you're helping people work through their finances and things like this. But this has been a ministry focus for you for for decades. I mean, you began doing the REPL Minute, which is that daily Monday through Friday back in 2006 and been faithful to that. And then many years ago, uh, God gave you the book Fraud, what God has to say about the tactics of the enemy, which is really designed to help people come to grips with their own identity. There's so much confusion and fraud about, you know, who, who you know, people are even questioning, you know, uh, if they're if they're man or woman or things like that. I mean, there's a lot of confusion out there. And that's all part of that original fraud. And then, Glenn, we were just talking. Here we are. This is officially episode number 100 in the Kingdom Living series. So it's so exciting to just see um, the word of the Lord going forth. It, it, it is. And, and it just, again, shows the hunger for the spirit of truth. And we're going to be talking about uh, the spirit of life, the law of the spirit of life today, and how that's so important because uh, the rule of, of the law of death has had its day. Uh, death has been defeated, and we want, we're going to be talking about that. And it's just, uh, yeah, and so people are hungry. You know, we, we've heard over the years the salvation message, uh, but how about our identity of who we are now in Christ Jesus? Uh, that message is coming across here, and people are excited with that, is knowing their identity uh, of who they are in Christ. Christ is living in them. And so great to see that. It's like a whole level of freedom. You know, the very last episode um, uh, that, that we just saw statistics for was one called Sons and Daughters. Uh, and it it hit a it hit a hundred and ninety-five thousand different views around the world. And you know, what we were talking about is that as people get a revelation of who God sees them as, you you step out of the darkness and into the light and into victory and all that confusion and things that you know, maybe it's the news media, maybe it's things that you're hearing on a social media platform or things like that, that all is just adding to the confusion. All that kind of like gets, uh, you know, gets just kind of like removed and you get to the truth, which is, uh, that's another point I want to make before we jump into today's teaching, Glenn. We often talk about this. This is not an opinion show, right? Because as we go through these teachings, and you can go back and reach any of them, uh, you just go back to therepleminute.com because everything we're talking about is archived and available to you absolutely free of charge. Nobody's going to ask you even to donate or anything. This is, uh, as, as we've talked about before, this is a, a, a for-profit ministry, Glenn, that 
Uh, this is just something that you do to give back into the community and, and help help people understand who they are, help them reach their purpose, which is a slogan used oftentimes in, your, in, in the business side of what you do. But the point that I wanted to get at was as you take a look at these at at, at these different messages and as you as you as you explore something like sons and daughters, you're really going to get a sense for who you are. And that's what I said. You'll see teaching after teaching. It's not an opinion show. It is literally quoting the scripture. So, Glenn, I'm just excited. Let's get this underway. Oh, yeah. Thank thank you, Carrie. And, and again, and as 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 we teach here, the Holy Spirit teaches, and, and we, we say this up front too, is that if you're hearing Glenn, then that's Glenn. But if you're hearing the truth of a Holy Spirit speaking through me, and that's an agreement with your spirit, wow, listen, pay attention to that because it's the Holy Spirit. And again, what's happening in my own life uh, is, is that, what an honor it is just to prepare for these teachings. And, and just the downloads are coming so fast uh, from the Holy Spirit uh, working in my life. It's just so incredible. And the brothers and sisters that are just aligning and coming through this. So, so what, where I want to start is we like to put the fraud fire extinguisher on uh, various things. So here what I want to show here is in, in Romans 8, 2, and it's such a great verse. And we could concentrate the whole teaching on just this one verse. And in, in Romans 8, 2, in the New King James Version, it says, for the law, the law of the spirit of life, where in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. So what we want to do is put the fraud fire extinguisher on sin and death, and we want to open up the law of the spirit, the spirit of life. And so the question, and boy, I, as I prepare for this, I had all kinds of questions I want to, I wanted to talk about and show, but here's, here's one is what is God's job description for mankind? We have one for the place we work. Well, what do we have for you? What, what is our job description for all mankind and, and we'll begin answering that and and so what is what is God's purpose for man what is God's purpose for man so as a part of this uh we always like to start with with the teaching that we've had but you'll see I've changed this up a little bit here is the three the question we'd like to ask what are the three greatest historical events ever and I'm not going to focus as much on this as I have but there's teachings we have that go through this but the three greatest historical events are the creation uh where God created everything uh in the heavens and earth uh and then with that he created man uh, in his own image and likeness. So creation is a big, big deal. Uh, and then how'd that work out? Well, uh, not really too good because when he created Adam and Eve, uh, they didn't listen to God. They rebelled against God. And and he said, there's two trees and there's a tree in the middle, that which is the tree of life. And there's a tree in the middle called the, the tree of good and evil. So if you eat from that tree, you will surely die. And so with that, what we see is through Adam, uh, death entered in, but that death was actually exercised uh, by Cain killing Abel. <laughs> and so that's when the death really came into to existence, but the fall created. So the second event was the fall, the rebellion of not listening to God. And in that, uh, that rebellion, death, sickness, and disease, and the symptoms of, of the fall 
has been there. So I'm I'm now retitled this instead of the kingdom of of uh, darkness, the kingdom of death entered in. Death entered in, and and one of the questions is 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 uh, that I was asking this week too, and I had this: uh, What's the purpose of death? <laughs> I said, What's the purpose of death? And who's the author of death? Uh, and, and we know the author, but what's the purpose? The, the purpose of death of the enemy is for us not to know are, are the three, the, the three historical events is the creation, the fall, and the third is our redeemed nature of the kingdom of life, of the recreated nature we have through the redemption of Jesus Christ. So death has stopped us from understanding our recreated. Heaven is open now. The kingdom of God is open now, living inside of us. So we have that new creation life living inside of us. The kingdom of God came to live inside of man. That's the purpose is that Jesus had to leave. He had to leave after he rose from the dead and lived here 40 days on earth. He had to leave so that he could meet his purpose so that we would rule and reign here on earth as, as, as sons ruling and reigning this earth. So as we discover the revelation of our identity, we enter into that tree of life and we leave that, that kingdom of death and move into life. So let's just look at some of the scriptures around this. And, and so the question here, and I just like this, why did Jesus come as the unseen God to live in a seen glorified body, which was Jesus? And you're going to see that uh, I, I'm titling this teaching today, man, the glorified body. Uh, we have the glorified, he glorified man. Jesus came to glorify man. Ooh, and, and we don't hear this much. We're going to see the scriptures that back this up. So why did Jesus come as an unseen God to live in a seen glorified body, which he did with Jesus? And as Jesus is, so are we in Christ Jesus. So the scripture that we uh, talked about in the beginning here was the scripture is, is Romans 8, 2. And, and for, for the law, see, this is the law because there's two laws that we're, we're talking about here. We have the law and the first one is the spirit. The spirit is a spirit, a heavenly spirit, a spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, the divine nature of God, the spirit of life. We're in Christ Jesus, in Christ Jesus. There's so many scriptures around Christ Jesus because because when we open up Romans 8 verse 1, it says, there is therefore no condemnation. There's no comes to those who are in Christ Jesus. So it's in Christ Jesus. And where's Christ? He's in us. We're in Christ. We're in that union. We're, we're, we're molded in there. So the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has done what? Huh. He's made me, has made us free from what? From what? From the law, the law of sin and death. And what's happened here as the, as the Lord started revealing, we have bought into death. And the word that one of my brothers gave me, the certainty of death. We believe in the certainty of death more than we do the certainty of the resurrected life that's living inside of us. I hope you hear that. We're bought into that, that tree of death more than we have. We believe in death more than we do life. 
the resurrected life, the redeemed life, the recreated life that we have in Christ Jesus living inside of us now that has overcome, has set us free from the law of sin and death. And so the sin here in, is, is the identity issue is not knowing our identity of what Jesus Christ did to us to redeem us. So, so Jesus died so that we don't have to die. We died already with him. We rose with him. And we have the resurrected life inside of us now. And that's spiritually and physically. We've talked about that in some other teachings. And this, this teaching here is a core, this scripture here is a core scripture of everything we do. Because it seems that it just ties in so much of from, from Genesis to Revelation. It's all going back to our identity of who we are. And you can see that through this teaching here today. So Christ, and this is uh, for Colossians 3 verses 1 through 4. And, and again, I, a lot of the scriptures, you'll see, I personalize them because I'm speaking them to myself too and speaking them to you because uh, that's really what it is. This is about what Christ did in redeeming mankind to bring us in union and to live inside of man. So Christ's resurrection is my resurrection. Carrie, that's your resurrection. It's everybody listen. It's your resurrection too. This is why we yearn. I yearn for all this from above for that's where Christ sits enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. And he's given that power, honor, and authority to us. And we're sitting on the throne. The throne's inside of us. Christ is in us. And so Christ sits enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. So yes, I feast. We feast on all the treasures, the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill our thoughts with the heavenly realities, not with the distraction of the news of the natural realm that's coming into us, of sickness, disease, and death that just fills the news and the mindset and the fallen mindset. See, that's the sin mindset when we start believing the news of the natural world rather than the heavenly realities that's coming from the Holy Spirit speaking his word that became flesh and speaking it through us and the Holy Spirit. And, and, and that's coming into the agreement. The truth is coming in agreement with your spirit living in you. So, so here it is, your crucifixion, my crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life. And now my true life is hidden away in God and Christ Jesus. And we got to understand Christ in us, the hope of Christ in God is not a far distant thing. It's something that's living inside of us now. So it's tevered, severed the tie to this life, the natural way of thinking and bringing the heavenly into us now. So he's severed the tie to this life. And now your true life, our true life is hidden away in God, in Christ. Again, there's that in Christ. So here's the verse that just really just ties so much of this together. And, as, see, and th this, again, is a part of the overall teaching uh, and the revelation that, 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 and I say the word revelation, that's, that's re the revealing here of who Christ is and revealing who we are. So here's what the scripture says, as Christ himself is seen, and again, see, he was visible, but God in Christ uh, is that the unseen became seen through the physical body, uh, the manifestation of Christ here on earth. So, and, and as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, Carrie, Glenn, everyone listen, who you really are will also be revealed. As Christ himself is seen for who he really is, who you really are will also be revealed. And here it comes, for you, I, we, are one now. We're now one with him. We're in his glory. 
This is so important because he came, he came to bring his glory to live here on earth. He glorified, we have, he came to glorify man. You're going to see that that's the message today. He came to glorify man. So the question here, if what you, and again, this is a question I, I've just used in business here too. And this is such a transformational type of question. If And again, I use this, and this is what really the book fraud came out of is, is the lies that I've had in my own life, in my own mindset is, is, is if what Glenn, Carrie, I, I, I believed to be true turned out not to be true. You know, we have a belief system that, that, that may not be the truth. When do you want to know the truth? And again, a part of this is just getting, uh, and, and again, the word, and I've mentioned this one other time, is that, is that we understand what unbelief is, but unbelief is also believing in the wrong thing. So getting rid of that wrong belief that we have. And so much of this is tied up in, in, in any wrong belief. So here's John 8, 31 through 32. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth. The truth, the Holy Spirit's gonna be revealing the truth and the truth shall make you free. The truth gives us that freedom from the sin and death, and the truth brings in the light, and only the Holy Spirit is going to be revealing that to us. And again, this is a scripture we'll be talking about because we've talked about this before, but the entire universe is standing on its tiptoe, yearning to see the unveiling of God's glorious sons and daughters now. It's waiting for us to, to understand the truth of our identity of Christ in us, the hope of glory. So what we see here is a scripture, and this is so, so great. And this is Matthew 13, verses 10 through 13 in the, in the Passion Translation. And again, uh, and, and again, the, the disciples approached Jesus and asked, why do you always speak to people in these hard to understand parables? And again, see, this is, this is so important because uh, the scriptures, we can read the scriptures as a history book. And we can think, because that's the way we've learned to read a lot of things. But God is revealing through the Holy Spirit who Christ is. And as Christ is revealed for who he is, who I am will also be real. Because we're one in, we have this glory now that he's been teaching. And so some of this, we got to get rid of some of that old past uh, thinking to understand the revelation, what God's trying to explain to us now. So explain, you're being, you've been given the intimate the intimate experience of insight into the hidden mysteries, the hidden mysteries of the realm of the heaven's kingdom, but they have not. For everyone who listens with an open heart will receive progressively more revelation until he has more than enough, and it's just overflowing. So it, to God be the glory, and I was just speaking to another brother this morning, and the whole idea is, as we say, to God be the glory, because the glory of God's living, it's just like this cycle is just working through. As we give God the glory, he's giving the glory back to us, and just like, we can't give away something we don't have. So as we give God the glory, we're giving away the glory to mankind, and that's the glory that we impart here through the revelation of Christ in us, the hope of glory, and the revelation of the word of God speaking through us here today. So. So we, they have not for everyone who listens with an open heart will receive progressively more revelation until he has more than enough. But 
But to those who don't listen with an open, teachable heart, because it's closed, even the understanding that they, that they think they have will be taken from them. And again, that's that natural knowledge, that's, that's history knowledge, that, that is looking uh, at, at, at the historical Jesus. We're looking at the man Jesus versus which we're going to see here, uh, that Jesus as the living, the, the, the God of, of the living. That's why I teach the people using parables, because they think they're looking for truth. They think they're, yet because their hearts are unteachable, they never discover it. Although they will listen to me, they never fully perceive the message I speak. Okay, so let's let's look at that. So now, here's a part, you know, what is a stronghold? What is a sacred cow? So what we have is this, this idea of our unbelief, and, and these unbeliefs become strongholds uh, inside of us. And we have these, these sacred cows, these belief systems that we've carried on from, 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 from being young people. And so uh, they, these uh, strongholds, we come in and believing that these are really truths when they're really not truths. So let's look at a scripture here, which is uh, 2 Corinthians 10 verses 4 uh, through 7. And this is so, so important too, is that for though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish the strongholds. I mean, the word of God demolishes the strongholds. We demolish the arguments of every pretense that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. So we have to weigh that thought pattern that's inside of us. Is this a lie or is the truth? Is the Holy Spirit revealing the truth to us? And we take captive every thought, every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Let's make sure we, we have to take every thought captive everything to to make it obedient to Christ and we will be ready to punish every act of disobedience because when we have a thought that's against the word of God uh, we've got to punish that 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 act. once your obedience is complete and again this is a completion that goes on on a daily daily basis as we're looking and and looking at those thoughts we have these are strongholds we have so here's the question again why did jesus this is such an important question i've had this question for the longest time and i couldn't understand this and and i got it revealed to me here in the last uh, week or so and it's just been so neat why did jesus tell his disciples not to tell others that he was the messiah and then after he just healed somebody he says don't go tell anybody about this I go, what's that all about? So let's let's look at the scripture. So the question is, why did Jesus tell his disciples not to tell others that he was the Messiah? So what we are, we're, we're in Matthew 16, verses 13 through 19 here, and we're reading the NIV version here. When Jesus, came, and again, when he came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say the son of man is? Who do people, so he's speaking that he's the son of man. Who did the, who did the people say the son of man? They replied, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, and still others say Jeremiah are one of the prophets. But here he does, this way, but, uh, but, but who, but what about you? He asked, who do you say I am? Who do you say I am? And Simon Peter answered, look at it. And this just rings so much and just resonates uh, through through my whole soul. You are the Messiah, the son of the living God. 
So this is different than the son of man, because people look at Jesus as just the son of man coming through Mary. But you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. That's that's different. That's different. So, so he got it right. And then here he speaks here. So the revelation starts coming. So Jesus what? blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this, this revelation was not revealed by just your brain, but by, by flesh and blood, but by the Father in heaven, the Holy Spirit speaking to you. And I tell you that you, Peter, you are Peter, and on this rock, I will build my ecclesia, the church, the body of Christ, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. Now, here's an important, and I will give you the keys, the keys of the revelation, the keys that open up the kingdom of heaven to your heart and open up and reveal myself to you. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So let's, up to this point now, what has happened? He says, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. Then, then Jesus he speaks this. Then he ordered his disciples not to tell anyone that he was the, the Messiah. Wow. Why? Why would he do that? Well, he did this in, in the scriptures going out and, and, and speak now. From that time on, from that time on, Jesus began, began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders and the chief priests and the teachers of the law that he must do what? He must be killed on the third day and, and on the third day be raised to life. Hmm. So, so, so why, why did he do that? So let, let's look at that. There's reasons why then that he did this. And that's so that the greater works, and what are the greater works? In, in the scripture in, in John 14, 12, in the new King, King James says, what are, the, what are the greater works here? You, you, and this is Jesus speaking. You must assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works and, and some of the, some, the miracles that I do, the works that I do, he will do also that you will do, we will do, those will do, and greater works than these will we do, because I'm going to the Father. He had to leave to bring the Holy Spirit to come live inside of him. So that's what he's telling the disciples also. These have to leave, and, and because he's going to be coming to do the greater works through us, and, and we're going to see that we have that we're fulfilling the purpose that God has had from the beginning of time. And so what we see here is the scripture, and this is really, it all puts it together now in 1 Corinthians 2, verses 6 or 8, and we're going to read two different translations here. The first one here is the New King James Version. And however, however, we speak wisdom among those who are mature. We speak wisdom among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. But we speak the wisdom, the spirit of God, the revelation of God. We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the ages. Look at this. For whose glory? Carry my glory, your glory, the people. We speak the wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory, which the which none of the rulers of this age, and we got to realize when that was, which none of the rulers of the this age knew. For had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. 
is that if they knew that he was God, he would not have been crucified. His purpose was to bring the Lord, the glory to man. And if crucifixion had not happened, the glorification of man would not, he had to die so that we don't have to die, that the glory of God can live inside of man. So let's look at another version here of the same scripture. And this is in, in, the, in the mirror translation. The words we speak resonate revelation wisdom to, to those who understand how perfectly redeemed they are where in Christ. Oh, that's just a mouthful right there. The words we speak resonate revelation wisdom in those who understand how perfectly redeemed we are. They are in Christ. This wisdom supersedes every secular kind. Suddenly, once what once seemed wise and good advice has become useless information. Oh, that is, we voice words of wisdom that were hidden in silence for timeless ages. And we we've talked about being outside of time. The Holy Spirit that operates in us, the divine nature that lives in is outside of time. When we operate on the time zone of time, we're outside of, of the glory of God. We voice words of wisdom that were hidden in silence for timeless ages, a mystery unfolding. Here it comes, God's masterful plan whereby whereby he would redeem his glory where in man and look at this our glorification has always been god's agenda even before time was neither the politicians nor the religious leaders of the day had a clue about this mystery if they had if they did they would never have crucified the lord whose death did what redeemed our glory, the glorification of man, glorified man. When? Now. That was done now, which is done through the cross. The crucifixion, Jesus died so that we don't have to die spiritually, physically. We have a glorification of our physical now, our spiritual now. Boy, and that's the revealing of what that is. So did the question here, did God give man dominion over the earth? Wasn't, wasn't that the first thing in, in Genesis 1, verse 26? He gave us, and, and we, we see this here. God said, let us, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, that's us, make mankind, how? In our image and in our likeness, and let them have what? complete dominion authority over everything over this over the fish of the sea the birds of the air the, and tame the beast and over all the earth and over everything that creeps upon the earth and so we see also in isaiah 6 and i just love this scripture this because this came uh, revealing new things to me recently for unto us a child is born unto us a son is given and what the government the government the government of god the kingdom of god shall be on his shoulders and his name shall be called wonderful counselor the mighty god the everlasting father the prince of peace so the government that came through through christ and is ruling and reigning this earth is bringing the redemption of the kingdom of god to live inside of man so what we have here is the authority in the Matthew 28, 18, 19. And I just love this story. This is the commission that we have. This is the believer's commission. The authority has been restored to man. And, and then Jesus came close to them and said, 
all authority. So we're getting like that policeman's badge, that authority that's been sealed through the Holy Spirit living inside of all authority of the universe has been given to me. As the Father has sent me, so now he's saying, send us now in the glorified, the glorification of men. Now, wherever you go, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so this is a now that we've got now and that glorification of man. And, and as Jesus is, so are we in this world. And so what we see here is in, in Romans 8 verses 10 through 11 in the, in the mirror translation, the revelation of Christ in me, in you, those listening in here, declares that your body is as good as dead to sin demands. Sin cannot find an expression in a corpse because we died, you died, you co-died together with him, yet your spirit is alive because of what righteousness reveals. The revealing of righteousness is what the, what the Holy Spirit does. He, it convicts us of sin, our righteousness, and that the enemy has been overcome. Our union with Christ further reveals that because the same spirit that awakened, look at this, that awakened the body of Jesus from the dead, does what? Inhabits us. We equally participate in his resurrection. In the same act of authority whereby God raised Jesus from the dead, what is he doing? He restores your body to life by the indwelling of the Spirit. So the question then is, what is the last enemy to be defeated? What was the last enemy to be defeated? Has physical death been defeated. And Jesus, and this is neat, this is what Jesus says. Jesus says that when you eat of my body and drink of my blood, you will never die. And he says, do you believe that you'll never die? So here's the scripture in John 6, verses 47 through 51 in the Passion Translation. And again, let me just say this also. There's many translations. There's many, tra and, and again, there's only one translator of the word of God, and that's the Holy Spirit that is the spirit of truth that's speaking, much like Peter did in the revelation, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. And the revelation of this Holy Spirit is revealing truth to you now. And so, so here it is. And so this is Jesus speaking here. I speak to you living truth. Unite your heart to me and believe, and you'll experience life, eternal life. And he's saying this, I am the true bread of life. Your ancestors ate manna in the desert and did what? They died. But here he's speaking here. He's speaking. Standing here before you is the true bread that comes out of heaven. And when you eat this bread, what happens? You'll never die. You'll never die spiritually, physically, because I am alone in the living bread that has come to you from heaven. Eat this bread and you will live forever. The living bread I give you is my body, which I offer as a sacrifice so that you may live. He died so that we don't have to die, that we can live. We believe in the certainty of death more than we, more than the life, the abundant life that God came. We have, and this goes all the way back, and you'll see the, see the scripture that ties this in. Which is greater, the spirit of life or, this, or the law of sin and death? 
in the scripture here again is Romans 8 2 is for the law for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus in Christ Jesus has set has made me free from the law of sin and death and this is important we get this is that he has made me free he died for us to set us free from sin and death that's physical that's all the sin he's washed us clean by his blood and, and what we see is that we are now co-seated with Christ. He raised us up with Christ, the exalted one. And we ascended with him into the glorious perfection and authority of the heavenly realm. And we are now co-seated as one with Christ in the throne of God that's living inside. This is not an outer spacing, the space, the heavens has come to live inside of man. The triune God has come into this glorified man, us, each one of us now. We're co-seated with him in the triune God. God is with us and lives inside of us now. And so what we see here is in, in Hebrews 12, 24 also, and, in, and to Jesus, the mediator, the go-between agent of a new covenant and to the sprinkled, sprinkled blood, which speaks of mercy, a better and nobler, more gracious message than what? Than the blood of Abel, which cried out for vengeance. So Abel was the first death that occurred, the first murder, the first death, but that's not what the important, it was the sacrifice of Abel that was accepted, and Cain was jealous, killed his brother, and so with that, that blood is being crying out for vengeance and justice, and justice has been served, because the lamb who was slain before the creation of the world has been slain, and the blood of Jesus has covered that kingdom of death that was crying out. And now we have the kingdom of God through the Lord Jesus Christ has shed his blood for the redemption of all mankind, crying out that blood. Justice has been served through the blood of Jesus Christ. And so we have now is the whole entire universe is standing on tiptoes, yearning to see the unveiling of the glorious sons and daughters, understanding their identity of who they are in Christ. And what we see here, and this is something to speak, is heaven comes to earth to live in glorified man. How can a dead man, if we have to die to get to heaven, how can a dead man rule and, 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 and have, uh, have dominion over the earth? He, it takes a glorified man carrying the, the, the manifestation of who we are, Christ in us, the hope of glory. And so I have, and these are the things to speak over us. I have a God-glorified body. I am a walking tree of life. I carry the Ark of the Covenant in me. I have the glory of God surrounding me in my glorified body. I am in heaven and on earth now. I have the DNA of God in me. I am the resurrected, glorified, immortal, incorruptible body of Christ. I am, look at this, this is so, I am the vehicle God chose to manifest his invisible presence here on earth. Let me just say that again. I am the vehicle that God knew from, uh, from the beginning of time before the foundation of the earth. I am the vehicle God chose and sanctified and cleansed up and, and to manifest his invisible, the invisible God's 
presence is in the body and of us. And so the light of Christ shines through his sons and daughters. Uh, the glorified man is shined through Christ and he had to leave. So greater things would happen through multiple, multiple, many sons and daughters that are glorified here on earth now as it is in heaven. And so uh, what, what we see and what we hear is that uh, we speak life. We speak life over uh, over us, not the law of sin and death. That has been defeated. Death has that last enemy has been defeated. Amen and amen. You know, Glenn, there's so much uh, wisdom and in and truth in everything that uh, we've been talking about today, and it, it reminds me of some of the messages along the way that we've talked about so many times. You know, heaven is open now. These are really things that are important for people to grasp in terms of their identity, right? Because uh, th that when you put together that book, fraud, uh, what God has to say about the tactics of the enemy, and and you explain it through uh, the original fraud that took place in the garden. So, so what uh, what I wanted to point out was that Glenn, as you go through all these teachings, one of the things that is so uh, interesting is that you know we talk about when you wrote the book Fraud, and it goes back into that conversation. Uh, what God has to say about the tactics of the enemy. The book is really about understanding our identity because the the enemy, you know, it's it's the state of the world as we see it today is that there is so much confusion about who somebody is or or they're trying to look for substitutes to determine who they are instead of understanding what God has already set up when he sent his son uh, to redeem us. You know, that is what the big setup is all about because that restored us to the glorified man state. So it's it's just terrific, Glenn. It, it is. He came. So that was the first. That's our job description is to have dominion over the earth. And, yeah. and, and we do that with a glorified man, just like Christ is. So are we now. And 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 that sounds like blasphemy, doesn't it? Uh, but but again, the accusation, the accusation that was against Jesus, was he, he was, he's like God. And and so we're made in that same age, image and likeness. And the accusation was he healed. He healed uh, people on, on the Sabbath. And so, uh, I, you know, I, our hope is that we, we would sound like blasphemy and, and people would accuse us of that because we are made in that image and likeness. And that's what the word of God is telling us. And to be that glorified man and woman now here as sons and daughters, as a part of that family that he's got and the divine nature of God lives inside of us with his blood all parts of us being renewed and restored and recreated into that image. The scriptures are there. The question is, do we believe it? Yeah. Do we really believe it? Are we really believe? Or, do, or is that mindset, those strongholds uh, inside those sacred cows that we're holding on that have been taught for thousands of years. And, and now the revelation of who we are in Christ is being revealed now. So we can have that dominion on earth now through, 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 through Christ living in us. You know, again, is there's so many great messages in the Kingdom Living series, and we were talking at the beginning, this is literally the 100th episode, but I mean, things like Heaven is Open Now is such a good one, um, Sons and Daughters of the Living Christ is another good one, Good News is a, another one that's, that's that's received quite a lot of uh, uh, kind comments from people where they've explained it's had a meeting, because the, the, the real point of this, Glenn, as you keep uh, explaining and sharing, 
is when you began the REPL Minute all those years ago, I think 2006, you began doing that as the daily Monday through Friday piece. And people all over the world subscribe to that. You just leave us your email. Nothing more is required. Now go directly into your inbox. Or if you don't want to take that step, you can just find it on anything from Facebook to Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube. There, It's always there. And of course, it's on the repleminute.com, which is a great resource uh, to catch all 100 of the uh, uh, podcast episodes of Kingdom Living. You can uh, check out Fraud. You can get your own copy of Fraud there as well. And you can certainly go back and see the library of the REPL Minute, uh, Glenn, that you've been doing since 2006. But the point is, the drumbeat of this is to help you understand uh, who God called you to be and has already pre predestined that, you know, because once you accepted Christ as your Savior, then all these benefits accrue unto you. And that, Glenn, that's why we all kind of wind up in this spot before you pray for everybody within the sound of, of this message. It's why that blue believer's declaration of legal rights is so important, because as you, uh, I guess, appropriate this for yourself, this this thinking who God, see yourself the way God sees you, you're, you're, you are a winner, um, then you get all these rights and things, and who in their, who in their right mind would want to bypass all the good that comes with this, and just look around you, and take a look at this believer's declaration of legal rights, Glenn, we always make it available as a download, somebody can, um, just uh, uh, print it out, maybe stick it up someplace close where they will see it all the time. But it's those affirmations of reminding you who God says you are. Amen. Amen. And and see, and when we, that's the sin if we don't recognize who we really are. Right. Because the, all this has happened. Oh, I just had a meeting uh, this last week with just so with with, with a, a dear lady, and she was just asking questions. Well. Why would God do all this? Why would he send his son to do this? Couldn't he do it a different way? And it's just so neat to see people opening up and asking the questions. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, oh, God, his love just abounds. And again, we can't give away something we don't have. And so uh, that, that's why it's so important that the glory of God the, uh, is living inside of us. And he's alive. He's alive now. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, uh, you know, again, all these are tools that are available to you at therepleminute.com. But Glenn, let's just dive into the Believer's Declaration of Legal Rights. Again, I just want to leave it uh, before you do that and pray us out that we remind people, if this message has meaning for you, like and share it with folks. That's a, it's, a, it's like the nicest and kindest thing you can do. <laughs> And, and amen. Thank you, because because it just uh, the amount of people listening and watching is, and sharing is just and, and the likes. Uh, praise be to God, to God, to God be the glory. Because uh, we never because when I started writing the daily devotions, that was really for me, my family, and then our business and sharing those. And, and it was just the revelation I was getting. And I can even see a lot of religious thinking in those things now. And I had to re-tweak re a lot of those and say, okay, this is where I'm at now. But, but it's coming from the revelation and the revelation is coming so fast now. It's like, oh, wow, we're ready to go for another one. It just, it's so neat when the downloads are coming from the Holy Spirit, just speaking over these things. And just a, a conversation I had today with a gentleman who was, I am, I am, I am the I am, I am. And here we are with some I am's here is the believer's declaration of legal rights. I am, I am a race as a child. I'm a special race as a child of God, as a citizen of the kingdom of God, in the body of Christ, in a kingdom of priests. Uh, I belong. I am in the family of God. 
I have, I have been recreated into God's image and likeness of love. I manifest and experience heaven on earth now with righteousness, peace, and joy living inside me through the Holy Spirit. I am restored, redeemed, and recreated back with the with God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit living where in me now. I have, I have the word of God. I am speaking the word of God. I have the word of God dwelling in me. I have the crown of righteousness on my head and wear the, the garment of praise, which is the robe of righteousness. I have the legal rights and privilege to use the name, my father's name, the name of Jesus, the, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ living. I have the legal rights and privileges to use his name. I have legal authority as a believer Oh, this is so neat. The enemy's done with. I have the legal authority as a believer over the principalities, powers, the rulers of the kingdom of death, the kingdom of darkness. I have, through the Holy Spirit living in me, the resurrected power to cast out demons, to lay hands on the sick, and they are healed. I hate sickness and disease and death. That is not the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is came to live inside a man now. And so we just we just love the word of God and what he's doing in bringing the redemption into our lives. Oh, praise the Lord. Father, we come to you in the mighty name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. We thank for the healing, the healing power that comes through your word. Be healed, be made whole, be complete. Life live. We speak to life in those people that are listening, the spirit of life to every organ, to every blood vessel, to every, to their heart, to their kidneys, to their lungs, and to, the, to their bones, to their marrow, that your word, your word is speaking into their life. Every cell is being regenerated and reformed of the bones and, and just the mind. They, we have the mind of Christ and, and you live inside of us. And Father, we just thank you. Your word does not return void. It, it, it meets its purpose in everything it does. And for we thank you for your word that is alive. We thank you for Jesus Christ that lives inside of us. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, a great word, glorified man. And thank you, Glenn, for another great teaching. And thank you, listener, for uh, joining us on the Kingdom Living Podcast, literally episode 100. Really encourage you to go back and take a look at the full, at the full library. Uh, and just uh, access those as you're able to uh, at therepleminute.com. And we'll look forward to seeing you then on the next edition of Kingdom Living Podcast with Glenn Repple. See you soon.